writing, you know, and being able to look at those vows, right? It's just this constant reminder, you know, for better or for worse and the richer and the poor and, and all of those things. And, and literally being able to see the faces of the couples when they're excited, they have all this zeal and they're like, you know what, we are so ready to get married. We, we are so ready to push into this new place, this new place in life. And, and I'm telling you, I get excited for them. Yeah, I get a little scared for them too. <laughs> you know, they sitting there like all uh, stars in their eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they saying those vows, and they like, no. I, when I say better or worse, like I'm, we just letting you know, like worse gonna come. Edge life, you're too close to the ledge. We gonna push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the edge life. Too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life. Oh yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Edge Life 7 podcast where we help you live life better. My name is Philip Edge. And I'm Carrie Edge. And today is season two, episode seven. And yeah, we're going to talk about it, talking about relationships, mm -hmm. specifically how you can work through both the good and uh, the challenging seasons of life. <laughs> now, listen, before we jump into the conversation, I need you to make sure that you share, share. this out, um, share it out. Um, and also inside of the comments box, I want you to put where are you viewing where from? Where are you? And if you're catching mm -hmm. us on replay, let us know by hashtag replay. We want to know. That's right. That's we right. We want to know. That's inquiring right. minds want to know. Inquiring minds do want to know. Minds, inquiring minds. <laughs> Not inquiring minds. Yeah. Hey, 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 pray for us, sister, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, before before we jump into this thing, baby, how you doing? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Hey, another day? Another day. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's I, it. I tell people, I said, you know, some days I'm just hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. Like a hair in a biscuit. Y'all got to feel it. It's not necessarily a good thing, but it <laughs> sure does hang in there. If you ever had a hair in your biscuit. Like a hair in a biscuit. Okay. You don't forget it. Yeah. And you're probably not going to get a biscuit from there for a while. A long time. I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, but no, I've, I've been doing all right. Um, I know this week we like, uh, started watching, well, I think it was last weekend yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, our oldest son, Trey, he always gets me hooked on like Netflix things, yeah. but this one, like for real. So it's uh, called last chance you. Right. And I'm just like, I'm totally loving it. Have to say I like the basketball version better than the football version. But I just, like, I really dig the advisors yeah. and, like, the role that they play. Because I really feel like that's what we do at Edge and Associates. That's what I have the opportunity to do um, at Elevation House. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, coach folks up. Like, let them know what's really, really in there. So I, I, love I, I just love that. I love, you know, just having someone invite you to walk alongside of them. Yeah. And you got to tell them sometimes the tough stuff. But yeah. you also get to be there in both the tragedies and the triumphs to just walk alongside people. That's special. That's, That's special. Right. And speaking of that. This week we started our our master class. Yes. Oh my gosh. We yeah. got a new master class. We so gotta yes. give them a round of applause. We 
we do have a new masterclass that kicked off. Matter of fact, yesterday was the first session, yes. and, and we are on a journey with these folks for six weeks. Six and weeks. I'm super excited. First of all, I'm super excited with, with, with the people who are inside of the masterclass. I mean, I know that yeah. their life is literally getting ready to change, and I'm really, really excited um, to watch the change. Yesterday, um, man, we reviewed this assessment, and it was kind of mind-blowing just to, to watch and see the things that came out of, of all of that. And I'm just, like I said, I'm really, really just excited about where we're going with this. Oh, and we do have a new text number for Edge new and Associates. So you can definitely text us with all your questions and things like that. Or if you just want tips about how you can live life better. Um, matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna tell I must tell you and you can put it in, yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. chats for us. But but if you text phone number seven zero six three nine seven four two two seven and put edge life in the comment put edge life in the comment man we'll send you tips all kind of tools all kind of information let you just know um what's going on with, with edge life and again tips and tools so that you can do everything you can to live the best life you can so i'm, I'm excited yeah, so about it's that in the comments there on facebook but if you're not on facebook or you're watching the replay again that is 706-397-4220 seven I love so it. I yeah love it. i love it i'll add us yeah definitely 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 so babe i i think we need to to jump into this thing yeah, on, right on today in. and and the the way that i think we should um jump into this is is really just have a little conversation about relationships relationships you know it, it's interesting um you know this this weekend um I, I was supposed to do a a wedding this weekend yes. um and and you know there's there are some challenges and, and they had to wind up uh, postponing yeah. and pushing back the the wedding but but one thing I know for me, anytime I'm I'm going to do a wedding, you know, and being able to look at those vows, right? It's just this constant reminder, you know, for better or for worse and the richer and the poor and, and all of those things. And, and literally being able to see the faces of the couples when they're excited, they have all this zeal and they're like, you know what, we are so ready to get married. We, we are so ready to push into this new place, this new place in life. And, and I'm telling you, I get excited for them. Yeah, I get a little scared for them, too, because, <laughs> you know, they sitting there, like, all uh, the stars in their eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they say in those vows, and they're like, no, I, when I say better or worse, like, I'm, we just letting you know, like, worse going to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> worse is a real oh place, gosh. and it does come, you know. So you do, you do see them, and you, you see all the emotions yeah. and all the love, and then, like, you know. For some of them, it's like six months later, they'd be like, I didn't know it was going to be know this. this hard. I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know worse meant this. You know, <laughs> That's right. Whatever. Like, yeah, you, you don't know. Right. Um, and if you're just trying to do it off of the, you know, the stars in your eyes mm -hmm. and the whole like fairy tale thought about love and uh, love mm -hmm. and the, um, you know, prince, the knight in shining armor and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that ain't going to work. That, that ain't, ain't going to work. That, that is not going to work. That ain't going to last. So, so tonight we're going to talk about relationships, specifically how do you work your relationships in the good seasons and in the seasons where you feel like 
giving and the seasoning yeah and the seasons when you feel we'll like like giving is. up yeah yeah I mean, because sometimes <laughs> you're gonna feel like you know um throwing in the towel and and giving up and and it's gonna come and it's gonna happen mm-hmm. you know and if we sat here and told you that we hadn't experienced that season ourselves, right you know we we'd be lying to you so right. but um we take all of that you know and we use it for um, to help other people. Yeah, you know, I, I want I want to start here today yeah. because, um, especially in relationships, you know, we we really have to. And first of all, my man Oscar said me yeah, too. What me what's too. going on? OC, how you doing, my family? How you doing, hey. my family down in Tampa, Florida? Uh, tuning in tonight, uh, the great the great pastor Oscar Wilson, awesome awesome guy. He and his family, yeah. um, and his wife. Um, so let me say this. Let me say this. I want to start by just helping us to to maybe even reframe and just having some conversation about that word love, because there are so many people and we talk, we see it all the time, you know, people, they come and they talk about how in love they are. And, you know, we ask them questions. What does that mean? What does that, what does that look like? What does it, what does that feel like? And, you know, I want to talk about that. Let, let, let's really just hone in on this thing called love. You know, again, we, we have been uh, married 20 years, going on 21 years here yeah. in the next month, I guess. Is yeah. that next month? Yeah, yeah going on March. going on 21 years, been together 21. almost 30 years, um, and we still don't have it right. We still don't got it right. But tonight, as, as we are on this conversation, on this journey with you, um, there are going to be several of you tu- tuning in. Put your comments inside yeah, the chat. Let us know. Ask us questions. Um, we Because we we want to we want to yeah, journey we, with you. I mean, we can just this. sit here and talk about it, but um, you know, we would love to um, you know, facilitate any questions that you might have. Yeah, we have a little bit of experience, a couple of few decades, you know, couple both uh, with the Lord and not with the Lord. That's right. So That's we'll right. tell you, it's better with the Lord. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, yes, Christina, I think you just celebrated an anniversary, twenty five years. Woo! Hey, there so, it is. hey, there are some seasoned veterans on this, on this uh, podcast today here on the live on Facebook yeah. and um, YouTube as well. So, so love, like, like what, what do you, what do you think about her? Let, let's, let me ask it this way. What does the, the general average person that, that we meet who, you know, are getting ready to get married or what have you, like what, what is the consensus as it relates to like what love is? Do you want me to like? Just break it down, yeah. or do you want me to be like, just you know? Now nah, tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. Lust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. That's what it is. Uh-oh. So usually when we talk to people, it really is just a matter of lust, and you know, you fall in and out of lust. We right. can lust a whole lot of things. Right. You know, you back in the day, you you know, you lusted a big wheel that your friend had. You don't want to ride that thing anymore. I did like, have the big wheel. Out- I did not ride a big wheel though. I had to night ride a big wheel. Outgrew the big wheel. I can't fit on like it anymore. Like if you tried to get on the big wheel right now. And like real love is I wouldn't be able not, to get up. Right. It, real love is you don't outgrow it. Right, right. You grow with it, right? Right. So it's not, it's not a matter of lust. And, you know, part of the headline on or the title for today's episode really kind of alludes to what, re- what love really is. And it's right. work. Um, mm, it, yeah. It's really work yeah. because it's a matter of you like – um, really humbling yourself mm-hmm. and giving your best to someone else to cover their worst. Mm. Yeah, say that one more time. Say that one more time. Good stuff to yeah. cover his not so good stuff. And I got a lot. And I got to do that like willingly, like right. you know, 
all the time, every single day, love is really, it's a choosing. Mm. Um, and that's why, you know, so many people say they're, they fell out of love. Yeah. So when we talk to people about love, it really is more, they're more trapped in the feeling and the emotion. And feelings and emotions are, they're, they're the same thing, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're temporal. Yeah. They are temporal. They do not last always. Yes. You know, if you don't believe me, go hang around a teenager. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, this minute, they're angry. Next minute. Next minute, the they're, best like, friends. laughing yep. and carrying on, and you're like, weren't you just mad? Yeah. Or weren't you just sad? Or yep. whatever the case may be. So, you know, our emotions are just temporal, and that is not not love love is eternal mm. real love is eternal yeah that's good that's good that's yeah. good and, and and when you think about you know this, this eternal love it, it's something that you you made a statement earlier you said it's something that we choose mm-hmm. right and and we've we've kind of made this commitment a, a long time ago but every day we wake up and I, and I say I choose care you. you know what I'm saying and she says I, I choose you Philip and there, there is something beautiful. girl come on you better stop it now I we love we love a couple months ago, I men, think. Men, is it okay to be called beautiful? Is, do, yes. do, do, are you, I was okay with it. I was like, yeah. This I'm, is a beautiful specimen I, I, of a I'm, man. I, t- I beautiful. I took it. I've, yes, but other men, let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you, Oscar, is it okay if your wife would call you beautiful? I mean, if your wife called you beautiful, called you beautiful would you I'm be just okay asking. with that? Just, I just thought it would, you know, be something unique <laughs> to really express my love for him because, you know, I couldn't just, you know, you are hot with two T's. But, you know, I just I feel didn't that too, really, <laughs> just didn't encapsulate but beautiful did. Yeah. Beautiful okay. Hey, okay. Hmm. I'm cool with like it. Like a sunrise and a sunset. Like the waves of the ocean crashing on the beach. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, girl. I was getting ready to like go off into some. Ooh, wee. <laughs> poetic. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. So, so, so no, let, let, let's get back, get back to yeah, focus, let, get back to focus. So, so talking about love, right. You know, and again, one of the things that we hear is people say things like, you know, I'm, I'm falling out of love. I'm falling. Uh, being called beautiful is a lot better than being called smelly. Very uh, true, Jason. Jason. Very so true, true. Very true. Very true. But but people always talk about how that, you know, they're not in love with them anymore. They yeah. they fallen out of love. I'm like, listen, <laughs> how do you fall out of love? Like you fall out of a car. <laughs> right. Right. I, I, fall, fall I fell out of, out of love with them. You know, the, the truth of the matter is you didn't fall out of love. You made a choice. Not to love because again, love loves in the good times. Love loves in the bad times. That's love in the loves bows, in the up by the times. Way love loves in the down times. Right? That, that's what richer you said. For richer, poorer, for poor. You know what I'm saying? Well, they don't got no money. Well, you 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 signed up for this, right? You signed up for this, and and it's okay. Now, now listen, I, I I get it, I get it, but you have to make a choice, and in a relationship, both people have to choose, yeah. right? Both people have to make the choice yeah, I, to love. Yeah, because I, you know, I hear a lot of times where, you know, one or the other feels that the other one's not choosing and they may not use those words. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. But they'll usually say, well, he's not trying. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, you can't, like, you can't worry and you can't make somebody else do something. You just have to choose. Like, right. it's about you doing your part. Regardless, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I had a conversation with someone and I was just basically saying like, look, like you do your part, right? you know, as a wife or a husband, you just do you do your part, 
choose to do that every single day and don't choose it like you ever like, you know, you know, you got a choice to do something, <laughs> but you know what's right. You really don't want to do the right thing. And so you just <laughs> right murmuring and complaining while you're doing no, it. No, do it as unto the Lord. So right. humble yourself. Choose your role. Like mm. you, you said, yes, there wasn't anybody else up there but you. So now do that thing as unto the Lord. Everything we do, you know, do it fully. Do it in excellence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do it even if nobody appreciates it. Do it even if nobody says anything. Like, just do that. And, like, there's such a level of fulfillment. Yeah. Like, like in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, when I took the dishes back from the kids, you know, (laughs) that's a different story. That that is a different story. But it gave me so much peace, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of fighting about it. just just took them back. I just took it back. That's it. That's just took it. it back and don't complain about it. Just keep on keeping on. And I never have dishes in the sink. Look at you. Yeah. All right. Can I hey. give you a high five? Because you'd be rocking it. You'd be rocking it. So so speaking, speaking, speaking of love, right? Um, like I know we do like some some unique things, you know what I'm saying? Just to just, what well, well, I'm just saying. I mean, we, we do some unique things, right? And and it's just simple ways that we can express our love one to another. You know, we always talk about, you know, anytime we're counseling a couple, we always talk about the five love languages yeah. book. Um if oh, by the way, if you haven't read the five love languages, uh Gary Chapman has a book called The Five Love Languages. Yeah. Inside the book, he details five specific ways that people receive love. Mm-hmm. Um it's a great book for you yeah. and your spouse to read so that you can understand number one what is your language Mm -hmm. of love but number two what is your spouse's language of love so that you can ensure that when you say i love you and you're expressing that love to your spouse your spouse is receiving the love that that you're trying to you know that you're trying to display right because otherwise you're just you know speaking different languages you're speaking different languages you're misinterpreted all the time usually that's what we find and that's why you know going back to the comment that i made where one person says oh well i'm trying but he's not well a lot of times you're just speaking a different language Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know he or she is trying to show you love right but you're not speaking the same language it's like uh there's a a person that i know who is hard of hearing Mm -hmm. and so when you ask something you get the same answer regardless like you know (laughs) without a shadow of a doubt like his answer is going to be the same thing Uh uh-huh okay Uh yeah Uh uh-huh says the same thing you know each time like whether he knows or not right and you get that's what happens when we start um, when we start not properly encoding the language of love, yes. Um, then yes. when it's decoded, you just get the same response. And even though you're trying harder, you're not speaking in a way that is understandable. Right. Listen to me. So you're trying harder. You're like, oh, well, she, she was like, oh, thanks for the roses. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought she was going to like leap into your arms, but yes. her thing is quality time and you haven't spent two seconds talking to her. Right. You spend more time buying the flowers that you thought were going to get you out of Come trouble. On. Come on. Than you did actually speaking the language of love. Right. That she can properly decode and right. understand. Right. So, yeah. And, so and, and when what you just said, I think is extremely important for, for, for spouses, right? You have to understand that language that your spouse speaks. You know, I know specifically for me, one of my higher um, love languages is gifts. Um, it is. I, I, I love gifts. It's not number one. It's number two, but um, I, 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 and it's close. Number two, mm-hmm. I, I like receiving gifts. You know what I'm saying? It, it's fun to receive gifts, right? So I remember early on in, in our marriage, 
Um, I would do things like, you know, I would get something and I would like, you know, I would go buy my wife, you know, something very similar or just go buy her something, period. And I'm like, yes, she's going to love this. She's going to be like, you know, just super excited. You know, I'm, I'm waiting in line for stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going, man. I'm busting my butt to get whatever it is. And I gave it to her and she was appreciative, but it, her, her reaction did not meet what I expected, right? Mm-hmm. What my expectation was. So, mm-hmm. so in my mind, I would be like, "Is she mad at me? Did did I do something yeah. wrong?" Then you feel rejected, right? Because did, exactly. of your personality type. Correct. Correct. You Correct. Felt that rejection because I didn't, you know, give you the reaction that right. you thought. But but w- once I realized it, it wasn't necessarily me doing something wrong. It was just that that's not necessarily your language of love. Right. Now, now don't get me wrong, men, if, if your wife's or your spouse's um, um, love language is not gifts, this is not a an excuse for you not to, like, get gifts yeah, for them. You know, what it's not, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or be creative in the gifts that you get. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because creative gifts, um, because mine is acts of kindness, mm-hmm. when I know someone has taken time. Yes. It has been really intentional, not just went to the store and, like, bought something. Like, everything that I literally like everything i do it, i have to have some like meaning it's yeah. gotta have substance yeah. you know that's that's just me so that's my love language and so when i know that he really took some time like for example the gift that um he gave for valentine's day so it was a tangible gift and it's in my office and it's actually a plaster molding of our hands mm-hmm. held together and i have this thing about hands anyways that's a long story I don't really know why, but, um, so it's our hands together. So it's actually a tangible gift, but there was so much meaning, um, there with it. So, and then also like, as you know, what language your spouse speaks as far as love, then you can interpret better. That's right. What they're doing. But as long as you're trapped in your own little world, thinking about your own little self, because that, again, that's not what love is. Mm -hmm. And you're only focused on your emotions. Mm Mm-hmm you're never going to fully hear love. You're not going to hear love wow. when it's spoken to you. And it doesn't matter even if it is in your, in your language. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, now, now you're, you're hearing it from the lens of skepticism, right? Yeah. You're mm. hearing it from the lens of mm, what they trying to do. Yeah. You're hearing, right, What's right? he want now? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that language of love is extremely important in being able to understand and interpret what that language of love is. Yeah. Now, again, just because your your languages may not be the same, that that doesn't give you a reason to say, well, that's not my language, so I'm not going to do anything. Right? right? Learn the language. Learn and understand. You know, one one of my wife's big um 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 languages is acts of service. So she would much rather me take the garbage out. Or, you know, put the, like, like last week, I, I knew she wasn't feeling too hot. So I said, you know what? Um, I was hot, though, with two teeth. You were hot, you know. <laughs> you were super hot. You were super hot, right? But I, but I, I knew that. So um, before she got home, one of the things that mm-hmm. I did, I said, okay, um, I'm going to stop. I'm going to come out of this office. I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. And I'm just going to go make sure there are no dishes in the sink. I'm going to empty the dishwasher, and I'm going to take the dishes uh, that are in the sink, and I'm going to put them in the dishwasher. It probably... Probably took me, I don't know, all of five, ten minutes, maybe, right? 
maybe because there really weren't that yeah, many. Probably like you know three what I'm saying? Minutes. Yeah, probably like three minutes, right? But but the reality was, I didn't say anything about it. But when she came home, I heard her. You know, that was something that she she recognized and she appreciated. She was like, "Wow, oh you." You took time to like, you know, come in here, empty the dishwasher and put the dishes that were in the sink in there. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. And I could tell just just from her tone, you know, she appreciated. It. And although it may have only been three to five minutes or so for her, that was like, you know, I just saved her 10 hours, which I didn't. But but for her, it seemed like I did. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so we gotta learn those languages and, and try to find different ways to apply that language for for your spouse. Yeah, and you know you are not responsible for the motive. Come on, behind the action. Yeah. So regardless of what the motive is, you don't you don't own that. But what you do need to own and have the responsibility for in a relationship is being grateful mm. and appreciation. So regardless of what the motive is behind that, when you recognize that this is some act of love, mm -hmm. sometimes it may not be like a completely pure, healthy act of love. Um, but nonetheless, it, it's a, you know, it is, mm -hmm. um, but when you recognize that that's an act of love, you need to reinforce that and, yeah. and be show gratitude and that's appreciation good. because, you know, you, you get what you expect, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, you know, what you reinforce mm -hmm. uh, will, it'll come back to you. And that's not manipulation. That's just recognition for someone who is, is trying, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta give an A, A for effort, even if you're just, you know, missing the mark a, a little bit yeah yeah still someone trying yeah you know, definitely trying you know one of the other things about um love languages and and we, we can we can go off into it but one of the other things about languages is just the c sheer communication in and of itself right and being able to sit down with your spouse and have real authentic conversations yeah. you know you know being able to say um Hey, I don't like that. <laughs> or hey, you did something and it kind of ticked me off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like being able to have those real authentic conversations because it's in the conversation that growth happens. Absolutely. It's in the conversations that, that the two are really being able to, to come together as one. And it's in those conversations that, that, that memories are built, um, um, those fast switch memories, if you will. So, so then down the road, you can also remember, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. We, we went through that. We had a conversation about that. I can go back and we can have, mm -hmm. you know, additional conversations conversations about that because again relationships specifically marriages one of the bad things that, that are happening nowadays people ain't talking no more people aren't communicating we anymore, when, when, yeah we, we don't talk anymore yeah, yeah yeah that's the song but but when's the last time you went to a restaurant or went out yeah. and you saw a couple sitting and on all they're doing there no there's no conversation yeah that's they're one sitting of the there I recognize yeah they're yeah. sitting there on their phone because they can't communicate right mm -hmm. so so we have to open the lines of communication so so spouses can be able to communicate one one to another yeah when when you think back and this is kind of the sad thing like when you meet people early on in their relationship you know a lot of times they'll mention oh we can just talk for hours mm. <laughs> and then when you meet someone who is you know several years a decade or more in 
you know, you hear a lot of people say, we just don't have anything to talk about anymore. Wow. And I'm like, how? Like you, you have like more than a decade of life together. How do you not have memories to like to talk about and share? So that is always something that really is very disheartening to me. And so you need to go back to what was it? You know, you talked about goofy things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you want to spend like 10 minutes getting off the phone. I love you. I love you more. I love you, infinity. <laughs> I love you to the infinity to the infinity power. You know, I have a friend right now who's in a new relationship. And, you know, she has made the comment about, you know, oh, I can just, you know, I wake up when he calls and I don't <laughs> normally do that. And da, 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 da. My question is, will you be doing that in five years, right. in 10 years, right. in 15 years, in 20 years, in 25 years, like Christina and her husband? Right. You know, will you be, like, when he calls, you want to answer the phone, or you're yeah. like, oh, man, what's he calling for now? Yeah. You know, check yourself. Uh, check good. your attitude. Check your mindset about those things, because um, the amount of communication is important, but also taking it to another place as far as communicating. The quality, the quality of, the communication. of communication yeah. is really, really important because there's a lot of people who are just not intentional yeah. about the communication that yeah. they have with um, their spouse or with the person they're in a relationship with. You know, one one of the things that, that Carrie and I have done in the past is, like, we've sat down and we've, like, we, we have questions and, like, like, we'll, like, read over the questions and we'll, like, answer them, you know, and the questions might be, like, like crazy stuff, like, um, you know, where do you want to be in five years? Um, the question might be, um, you know, what's your favorite movie? The question might be, um, what, what, what's, what are you loving on television right now? The question might be, um, yeah, it can be all kinds of things. Yeah. I think we make the assumption after we've been each other with each other for a while that we don't need to ask questions those questions, any, right? Any questions yeah. anymore. Like there's just this. We function in relationships like under assumptions, mm. you know, like the direction our life is heading. That's where we want to go. But most people don't even know where they're going. Like a lot of you like listening right now, if you're really honest with yourself, mm-hmm. do you really know the direction that your relationship is heading? Mm. Yeah. You know, and yeah. are you and your spouse on the same page with that direction? You know, how intentional are you? Have you been communicating about these things? That's good. You know, because if you... Leave life to chance. Mm-hmm. You leave life to challenges. So, wow. and if you want to do that, you can do that all you want. Wow. But if you leave your life to chance, you leave it to an assortment of challenges that you don't have any control over. And yeah, there's always going to be that um, a chaos in right. life because that's just the way life is. But when you know, where you want to go as a couple and you you know where you're taking your family, you can have a little bit more say-so right. in the choices and, and the control that you have over that because you know which way you don't want to go. Mm. You know, I always tell people if you're having trouble focusing, like make a list of things you're not going to do. Mm, that's what good. you're not going to do what is, you're not going to do is what you're not going to do <laughs> is get on social media because for the next hour you're going to read this book. Right. So just make a list of those things that you know you're not going to do because we all we all know. Right. You know, we are not buying a, a half a million dollar house in Atlanta um, with one bedroom. because right. We have, you know, four we, children still. At exactly. Home. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah. You know, it, it, and, it, and it's interesting, you know, just being able to, to make that list and write down the things yeah. that, that you're going to do and the things that you're not going to do to make sure that everybody's really on the, on the same page as, as you go forward. You know, I think I think that's an awesome thing. Um, also, with that being said, I think it's also really cool to just, again, open the lines of communication and, and talk about, like, 
the things that you talked about in the past, like my, my dad always says, he's like, you know, the same things that you yeah, did. The foundation. Right. To, to, to get them, those are the same things that you do to keep them. I, I think about our relationship and I know, um, you know, we've been together a long, long time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the reality is every day I'm learning something new. Every day I'm like, wow, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I knew that. And, and that's, that's like a cool feeling when you can sit there and be like, oh, wow. Okay. Really? I, yes. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Bec because the relationship is not stale. And once, when, when relationships get stale and they start stinking that, that's not a good thing yeah, for any relationship. Is, yep. is definitely not, not good at all. You know, and I always tell people like your spouse has treasures. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and mysteries that God wants you to discover within them. That's good. Um, but you can't discover them again if you're just like going about like just the routine of life. Mm -hmm. You know, again, that's not choosing. You got to wake up every day and choose, you yeah. know, even to say, I'm going to learn something new about my spouse today. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to be intentional about a conversation. We just wait until there's drama or trouble. Yeah. You know, it's so much easier to have a conversation with someone if you always have a conversation with someone. <laughs> That's true. Whether it's That's good, true. bad, or indifferent. Right. Like we, like, freak out, oh, I got to talk to him about this or right. whatever. Well, if you're always talking to him. Talk to him. It's easy. Yeah. You just talk to him. Yeah. You just, you just do it. But so many people don't. So, you know, we've, we've talked about a couple of things. I think communication is super key. Um, speaking the right language when it comes to like really loving and really knowing the person. But, you know, there's another thing that I think is really important um, in the whole aspect of relationships. And this has to happen before, during, because um, there is no after. Mm, Y'all got that? On. Like yep. you choose. It is. Yep. There's not a choice. That's the first choice you have to make that there is no other option. Come on. There is no plan B. There's no C, D, E, all the way to Z. Mm -hmm. This is this is the choice we're that gonna, I made. We're, we're going to make gonna it happen. ride this thing out. Yep. But um, the other thing that I think is so important is loving yourself and knowing yourself. That's good. Because yeah. I don't think, and it's biblical, like I, I got to love someone else as I love myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I do that when I, I hate myself? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and. We evolve and change as we get older, mm -hmm. you know, and self-love is going to look different in my 20s than it does in my 40s. Right. Um, it's going to look different as our seasons economically change, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But I still need to be loving on myself so that I can be fully everything for him mm -hmm. um, that he needs to be. Because, again, remember, I am choosing every day to give him to exchange my strengths to cover his weaknesses. That's so good. If I'm not strong, like when people are striving to be better, they make other people around them better. Like mm -hmm. look at a team. Mm -hmm. When you get a team in the weight room and somebody's just in there trying to kill it, yeah. even the guy who lifts the least is going to lift he's, he's more going that day. Yep. He's going to go in. You know, when your quarterback's getting off and just having that game, like mm -hmm. everybody is hype including mm -hmm. the managers. They are wiping those balls in a way they never did before. They are <laughs> filling up them water bottles right. in a way they never did before, right. you right. know, because right. we're, we're winning in, in life. And so when I strive to be better, everyone else around me becomes better. And mm -hmm. so we can't stop feeding ourselves, loving ourselves, because that makes our spouse better. When I love me and I'm good to me, I'm yeah. good to him because I feel good 
about me. And when you come into a marriage relationship, you're not taking two halves and making them a whole. Say that again. But usually you're trying to make two halves and make them a whole. Mm -hmm. And let me just back up for a second. Sorry, I'm on a tangent. Yeah, go on. I'm on a roll right here. If you're looking for marriage to complete you, you don't need to get married. You better pump your brakes and go sit yourself down somewhere Mm -hmm. until you figure out you are a whole, complete person with a purpose that God has a plan for. So Mm -hmm. until you get that straight and you love yourself, you need to sit down. If you're looking for someone else to complete you, it is not going to work because I promise that's a human being and they're going to let you down yep. every single yep. time. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. single time. Well, you know, again, we, and we talk about this a lot, but it reminds me of, you know, again, flying on that airplane. They always give you, give you the mask and they tell you, put your mask on first, right? You got to take care of yourself. Else. You can't, you can't quote unquote, save somebody else. You can't help anybody else. You can't be there as a support to somebody else. If you don't take care of yourself and, 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 you bring up something because it's extremely healthy. Like, like we have to get to the place where we're taking care of ourselves. I'm not going to be any good for my wife if I'm not taking care of myself. She's not going to be any good for me if she's not taking care of herself. And we have to then take care of each other and take care of the, of the entire household. And that's every part of ourselves, our yeah. spiritual self, yeah. our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. Yeah. So what we choose, what we think, what we believe. And then our body mm-hmm. um, as well. So you've got to be taking care of all three parts of who you are in equal balance, Come on. you know? Come on. And you'll see this all the time. Like um, there's a great couple right now, shout out to the halls. So um, Ahmad started, you know, like working. Get his workout to, on. Yeah, yeah. To get his workout on and lose weight and all of these sorts of things. And he's, and then, lost, he's lost quite a bit now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think a hundred pounds. That's yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's he, what I saw. He, he like did one that, of those he right lost there. the whole person. Yeah. And so that motivated his wife. And so like listen to me. If you strive to be better, mm-hmm. you don't have to beat someone up about the head and shoulders about being better. Come on. It's gonna become a contagion. It's contagious. Right? When your wife starts eating better, you start noticing what she's cooking that's looks right. a little bit different. That's right. Right? That's right. So everybody Everybody gets better when you strive to be better. So, I mean, like, you know, you you can be married and still do you to a certain, like, I say do you, boo. That means take care of you. (laughs) Right, right. Take care of you because you're, you're responsible for you. Yeah. You're not responsible for what your spouse thinks, does, da, 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 da. Like, you can encourage them, but you are responsible for you. Going back to what I said before, before be in your role. It's the role that you chose. Mm-hmm. Be humble. Choose it every day and mm-hmm. do it with everything that you got. Mm-hmm. Give it everything you got. So at the end of the day, I can lay my head in the bed and say, well, And be I, good. I gave it everything I got. I don't have to sit Amen. there and say, you know what? I had the ball in the last three seconds. And you fumbled. And, oh, I was going to say, and I passed it off, and they missed, but, you know. Right, so, right, yeah. right, right. I, I and, didn't and, jump, and, you know, hit that jump you back. Didn't, you, you, didn't know, hit, you didn't do it. Hit the three, you know, I didn't. Mm-hmm, I didn't. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, listen, Mr. Riley's on here tonight. Mr. Riley uh, from Mr. Riley's World. He, yes, he and his wife, they also up, have a show that, that yeah, that, that kicks off and does it every single um, Friday night. They are on the west side. Um, down in, in California, beautiful, yeah. beautiful spot. So shout out, shout out to the Riley's tonight, yes. man. Shout out to the Riley's. Yep. 
Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, I don't think we talk about that enough sometimes. Yeah. yeah. About taking care of ourselves because, you know, we become so focused on the relationship, but the relation there is no relationship without you. Yeah. That's so that's so good right there. There's no exist. relationship it without you. People. And, and and even even if we and even if we take that a step further, you know, um, so many relationships, especially long-term relationships, they are so focused on everybody else. So, so not only are they not focused on themselves, they're not focused on the relationship because mm-hmm. they're so focused on, you know, the bills, the bills, the children, the children, and and everything else. Right? You and, better make sure right? them children know that your spouse is number one right under God. That's right. You better make That's sure right. that they know. That's right. Can Can we talk a little bit about this thing called um? misguided loyalties especially as relates to children can Mm. can we talk about that a little bit because um you know (laughs) in in relationships Mm. relationships um you know we we are continuing to grow together we're continuing to grow together right and every single day again i wake up i choose my wife she wakes up she chooses me and literally just knowing that she chooses me i I feel like um you know what's the song say superman Uh, yeah i feel like superman it says uh (laughs) I'm, I'm a I'm a for, uh, I'm a force when we're together. I'm a I'm a I'm a movement by myself, but I'm, I'm a force, force when, when we're, we're together. together. Yeah, that, that's that's it right that's there. So that's good. it. That's it. That's you so know, true. And and that that's literally how I feel about the relationship, and it, and it's awesome. Aww. But I know even for us, it got to a place like I'll, I'll give an example. You know, our our oldest son. I mean, he was playing football. We were like everywhere playing football, watching football, lacrosse, and and watching lacrosse, and, lacrosse and, and and doing all, over all the that. Country. But the crazy thing was, like, when he graduated from from high school and transitioned into college, there was like a season there to where it was like, whoa, like, 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 like we what? Don't do, have what, anywhere to go. what we do? You know yeah. what I'm saying? We don't have anywhere to go. What do we do on Friday nights? What do we do on this night? What do, like literally? And it was almost like even in our relationship. We had to rebuild it. And the crazy thing was we were trying to guard against that. But we, we were trying to rebuild the thing and, and make it make it like get back right to where we, we had we had that right focus. Right. Well, the bad thing is like some people, it's not even rebuilding. Like they're trying to build something because they never had they never had anything there in the yeah. first place. Yeah, so, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, you cannot make your marriage like marriage is going to be there after the kids leave. Come on. Did somebody. you hear me? Come on. Your marriage will still be there. Mm-hmm. The guy that's sleeping in the bed next to you, you're still going to wake up next to him mm-hmm. after the kids are gone. And you're going to need to have something else to do and talk about than the children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop letting the children get in between your relationship Ooh. Ooh. Um, physically, Ooh. emotionally, otherwise. Um, because the bottom line is your kids are going to wake up every morning, too, and they're going to choose. And mm. that's what you raise them to do. Yes. Not for you to choose for them yes. or to spend the rest of your life trying to choose for them, trying to to force it's not even guiding anymore like yeah you should be there for your kids you should guide them you should encourage them Mm -hmm. we still do all those things but at the end of the day i raised my child to make a choice Mm -hmm. about their life and what they're supposed to do yeah you see so many marriages like torn apart either because you know they spent their whole lives to married lives together raising children that Mm -hmm. they have no idea to do what with what to do with each other right. during the empty nest syndrome and they just split apart because they don't know each other anymore because they didn't grow together mm-hmm. in the raising of the children. Or you see this, like you said, where you're just like left with nothing and mm-hmm. you, if you've, you've got to build Yes. or 
you've got the parent that keeps trying to control the Ooh. relationship. And then the other parents Ooh. like, you better cut them apron Ooh. strings. Ooh. You better let that kid grow up. Like you're still trying to, yeah. you're, you're disabling, dismantling God's purposes mm. in your life because you are trying to control the future for your child. Wow. You cannot wow. take that journey with them. That's not what you had children to do. Yeah. I, I don't think sometimes people know what, what in the world they had children to do. All uh, God said was be fruitful and multiply. Well, subdue yeah. the earth. Like yeah. your children just supposed to go out there and like do that same thing. Right. Right. Like have dominion, authority and power. They can't do that when you're trying to have all the dominion, authority and power over their life, yep. trying to tell them what they need to do and giving them all the funds and resources to do it. To do it. Then it becomes an issue and a problem in your marriage Uh-oh. or you start doing it on the low, low and Uh-oh. you're sending money, Western union and when he finds out, cause he's trying to pay the bills. Dah, 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 and I'm just telling you Uh-oh. like these are common issues. These are real. Yeah. These right? are real. These are common yep. issues. Yep. So Sorry, listen, I got off on another, like, <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, you, you was kicking it. You was kicking it. So look, we, we have a challenge for, for you all tonight. Those of you who, who are in relationships, we do have a challenge for you, um, particularly our married couples, particularly yes. our married couples. And our challenge is very simple. We want you tonight, like tonight, today, whenever you are listening to right. this podcast, we want you to sit down with your spouse and create your personal mission statement. Like, what is it that you and your spouse were created to do? Like, what what was it? What's the reason that the two of you have become one? What what does that look like? Create your own personal mission statement for for you and 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 your spouse, so that y'all know what man, look, what what we doing here. And, and what when, is this all about? When we say personal. We're not talking about your mission statement. Come on. And their mission statement. Come on. This ain't two bank accounts. Come on. Uh, that's a different show. <laughs> um, but yeah, because that means you got a plan B. Um, I'm just giving you a tip. Uh oh. Um. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> listen, you marriage is a union mm-hmm. with a purpose that comes from the union. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you don't have like the stuff you do, the stuff he does, but there is one united purpose for you and your spouse. There is something um, or some things that you are supposed to come together and do. Like there is a mission for your household and you need to be very clear about it. Missions are so very important because they are the litmus test. Again, going back to what I said before about the things that we're not going to do, it makes a very clear guide and direction forward. Um, so, yeah, you need to have a mission statement for your marriage. That's right. He said personal. I'm going to take that out. That's and right. Scratch it. Make one for your, your, marriage. your marriage. Come on. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, listen, once you get your your personal mission statement for your marriage, text it to us. I, we gave you the text number yeah. 706-397-4227. We want to see what it is. We Got a special gift. If if you do this, we are going to send you a special Uh-oh. gift. Again, text us at 706-397-4227. Your uh, family mission statement. And we got a special gift coming straight from the edge life. You're too close to the ledge. 
Yes, yes, yes. So with that being said, baby, we're going to wrap this thing yeah. up tonight. Um, it has been a good, good session as we've been talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know we do this periodically where we just get in, in, in a groove because we do this because we want to help y'all to be the best that you can absolutely be. So listen, with that being said, join us next Sunday, next eight o'clock, okay. same place, same channel. And oh yeah, make sure you share, share this, this out, out with somebody. Somebody might need to hear what we spoke about on today and um man let's get ready for next week let's go you ready i'm ready y'all be easy man well holla at y'all y'all be easy edge life you're too close to the ledge we gonna push you forward a few steps ahead it's that edge life oh gotta get it in your head baby welcome to the edge life you're too close to the ledge we gonna push you forward a few steps ahead, it's that edge line.